Hello and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast where we talk all about reality television. In today's podcast, we will be recapping The Challenge, Champs for Stars, Season 3, Episode 5. Now, I will let you guys know that I was the one who took notes last night, not Ashley, I know this is crazy. Will we be able to get through it? Well, I think I did a pretty good job of taking detailed notes. Ashley, hopefully she watched this episode as tightly as I watched these episodes so she can be able to jump in with the entertainment, with the color commentary, with the X factor that is my job on the recaps. Wow, you really give yourself a lot of credit yep. there, don't mm-hmm. you? Interesting. I, I'm going to also let you guys know that I basically listened to this episode. I, I've uh, gained a lot of uh, respect for what Ashley does. She's able to watch this thing, take it in, and also take all the notes down meticulously at that. So um, we'll see how I hold up versus Ashley. Uh, but I'm telling you what, Ashley, you have a, you have a big job here. I'm well, not, Nick, I don't you just know sit what? back. I have a lot of faith in you. I think Thank you're going to you. do a great job. I can't wait to see. Let's get it started. Well, first off, the the way that we started this episode was forgetting that the episode was on, uh, and then a minute into uh, the 10 p.m. hour, turning on MTV and realizing that we did, in fact, miss the what happened last week portion of the episode, which I'm fine, because I'm willing to admit to you right now that I don't like that we talk about that on our recaps. Yeah, I don't think that it matters either way, because we <laughs> know what happened last week that's right and um you know what happened last week you're not here for last week you're here for this week and if you missed last week go ahead and go back and listen to our recaps you know it was really good but what we do do is pick up right where we left off last week in the show where ashley mitchell is freaking out about being traded from the red team to the blue team that's correct nick she was traded for tory in a big move on louise hazel and casper's part we witnessed a breakdown of epic proportions. Yeah, she was freaking out. And and in the freak out, she was basically saying, oh, I don't give a shit. Fine. I'm just going to throw all the challenges. I'm still playing for the red team. I am not on this blue team, even though I'm wearing a blue shirt now. Bold move. Bold now, move. My question here is, why not just try and take over the blue team? Um... I don't know. Well, who? I don't really know. I think she's in a very emotional place right now in her life, possibly. I, I, I'm not too sure why not just go right for the jugular and go, you know what? I'm a great competitor. I'm going to turn this blue team around. We're going to be the winners. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not too sure why she was so angry about this, but she was. <clears throat> so um, Casper at this point also, um, he, he starts like taunting Ashley. Mm. Um, uh, cause, cause there's a lot of freaking out and, and, uh, th- th- just basically making it known that like this blue team might be in peril after that they, after they made this move, it doesn't look like they're having, they have a steady core going into this episode. They never did though. Yeah. They never did. As long as you got Drake on your team, literally bringing nothing to the table, your team's always going to suck. So then we have this odd situation where they're all salsa dancing. Do you remember this? I barely remember this. <laughs> yeah, this I, odd. I, I remember it feeling like a forced moment yeah. of interaction. Well, it was like, hey, everybody's kind of stressed out. Let's uh, salsa dance. And it was almost like a professional salsa dancing situation. Brooke mm. was narrating in this point. Uh, Brooke Hogan. <clears throat> it was interesting. Um, and, but we did get a, we did get something 
pretty golden out of this was Tony and Little Mama dancing pretty sexily with mm-hmm. one another and really flirting with one another. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know that uh, Little Mama has uh, singled Tony out as being the cutest boy in the house, according to her. Now, I have heard from multiple cast members, multiple female cast members, that Tony is incredibly attractive in real life. Like, that, he doesn't necessarily come across as attractive on screen because of the wonky eye, but <laughs> in real life... The wonky eye. He is incredibly attractive. Same with Anissa. That's a big one from the men have reported. I would say both of these people come off attractive on television. I think so that I they're it. more attractive in real life. Oh, okay. Well, we're, yeah. we're going to have to get a look at these two. Yeah. Uh, and um, what I like about this is there's some flirting, there's some dancing between these two, but then, um, you know, we make sure that everybody looks at the camera and says, oh, no, no, Tony's just kidding around. He's a good guy. Tony, don't worry. He's a good guy. Was this, so did the meeting with like Salida and um, Lil Mama happen right after this? Yes, immediately following. So that they had like this little meeting where Tony's like, you know, I have kids. I'm going to get, I'm going to get my uh, girlfriend, a, a, I was about to say, going to get my girlfriend a finger. I'm going to get my girlfriend a ring mm-hmm. to put on her finger. And that felt very staged. That felt like we got to, we got to drive home. The Tony is a good guy. Yeah, thing. it was, um, um, we we needed this. It was a classic Tony and his family conversation that Tony needs to have. I can't believe they didn't put in two little pictures of his girls like they've done before in the past. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Tony, little mama and Salita sit down and they talk about uh, the importance of Tony's family to Tony himself. So it goes straight from grinding on little mama to this uh, conversation yeah. about how his girlfriend deserves to be engaged to yeah. him. And then we move from that. Uh, uh, that poor sit down. woman. <laughs> uh, to Jose and Devin in a hot tub together. Just yeah. chilling, these two, in yeah. a hot tub. Well, Jose invites Devin into the hot tub, if I remember correctly. Devin was kind of walking yeah. by, and Jose was like, hey, get in here. Let's have a chat. He's like, of course. I'm walking by a hot tub. I'm always ready to jump I'm in. I'm always ready. So he jumps in, and basically the topic of conversation is Jose is feeling like his head's on the chopping block, and he's got to make some moves. He looks at Devin, and he wants to make moves with Devin. Devin, and he's basically like, listen, man, like, why don't we do this? We'll throw this guy. He's just trying to do whatever he can here. He's grasping at straws, people. This is a man who is flipping out. He has no power. He's trying to build an alliance. He's trying to get Devin, who he sees as a very strong competitor on his side. Uh, Does he see Devin as a strong competitor or the closest person to him that might turn? He was the one guy who walked by the hot tub. I think (laughs) think he was like, I'll just hang out in this hot tub. Whoever walks by is in. So uh, there's some talk about that. Devin seems to be in this conversation open yeah. to something like, you know, man, if something comes around and, and I see it, maybe we could do something, but I got to wait some stuff out. He's kind of giving them the runaround. Devin did a great job of saying, I hear you and I'm not agreeing to anything right now. Right. And then he did a great job of also in his interview, b- basically trashing Jose. Yeah. He's like never in a million years <laughs> <laughs> with that loser. No, thank you. Yeah. And now we have Tori and Wes who've like coupled off in the corner, like not in a, in a sexual way, but of more of these uh, converse, small group conversations. And this is just basically uh, allowing Wes to uh, explain to Tori that he's feeling weird. He feels like his head is on the chopping block for the blue team. Yeah. Um, Will it be? Well, we'll have to find out. And uh, there's only one way to find out how to get closer to that than today's daily. The Daily Challenge. And it's called Jumbo Table Hockey. Ooh, this looks fun. This one did look fun. I want to do it. 
So basically what this is, if you guys have ever been to an arcade, you know the hockey game that's like in the dome where you it's kind of like a, a foosball, but with hockey, there's the sticks. And then the little hockey guys are on like a little track that you can move <laughs> them on. You guys get it. You know it. It's so much fun. Go to the yeah. boardwalk. Check it out. It was one of my favorite games when I was a little kid. Nick was really good at it. Yeah, I was okay at it. I wanted to be better at it. I literally have no idea because I didn't know you then. I just threw that out there as a compliment. You could have just accepted it, but you had to correct me. Next time we see one and me and Ashley are often at boardwalks we go to a lot of boardwalks and and the boardwalk we do go to has this game in the pinball museum of the Asbury Park boardwalk Um, we will play next time but uh, so th- it's like a big, ver- it's a jumbo version of that. So everybody, awesome. basically the stick that you, that you had was uh, locked into a groove, into a slot, and you could only move where that slot went. And uh, that's basically the game. Now we're playing hockey. And as Ashley mentioned uh, at this point, uh, she's like, well, all these games seem like they were built for whoever scores first wins. Oh, did I say that? Yes. Okay. Be- yes, it's true. Yeah. All of these, uh, all of these cha- daily challenges that they keep doing, they seem that they were like, uh, it seems like they were like, oh, this will be fun. We'll do like first to five or something. And then they get out there, no one's scoring. And they're like, okay, fuck it. Whoever gets a goal wins. Well, this one was a little different because what was ha- what's happening here, it's happened a couple of times where it's gone, you know, there are three periods in hockey. So period one. Um, the, uh, I'll give you the highlights. Um, uh, Ashley is, oh, before, before this, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit before cause some stuff happened before they even dropped the puck on the ice. Here. Uh, and by the way, it wasn't on ice. It was, uh, on was like it a, a floor. It was like floor hockey, a white plastic floor. Yeah. So Ashley, super salty. Ashley, Ashley is, Mitchell, Ashley get, Mitchell. Is there another Ashley on this no, show? No, but when you say Ashley, I think you're talking about me. Like when you just said, Ashley oh, okay. said this was built on. for oh, one okay. point. I was like, is he talking about Mitchell or me? All right. I see what's going on here now. So Thank I, you. I thought you were just confusing. Me. No, just, you just got to call her Ashley Mitchell. Ashley Mitchell is uh super salty before this. Um, as you guys know, uh, the Miz has been doing like pre challenge interviews with certain players. It's, is this what happens in, um, wrestling is this is this being a they don't, wrestling yeah. thing um no i think it's more of a sports thing okay because they don't do it on the challenge no but i but they're playing you know it's it's a lot more team sports stuff that they're doing on the on these things you know and so it seems like they're doing just a pre-interview so they interview ashley mitchell and uh, ashley's uh, uh first they just ask ashley mitchell like when they're all like getting the rules explained to him by the miz like ashley how you feeling you ready to play for your new team the blue team she's like yeah i'm gonna do my best and then kind of like stares at the miz and then everybody around her kind of like gives side eye and laughs so we're like hmm is she being real i don't know what's going on then we get into the interview the pre uh game interview the miz has ashley mitchell and uh she's he's like uh you know um, Ashley Mitchell, you're, uh, you know, you just got traded. How are you going to do here? And she's like, oh, I'm totally playing for my old team, the red team. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that the red team, my old team wins and my new team, the blue team loses. Like totally is just like, no, no, I'm, I'm bullshitting. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to fuck my own team over. Um, and then we get into the game and it's a little harder to do that in the game just because of the way that no one here seems to be a hockey star. And two, you're locked into a groove. So there is. And three, she was kept out of two of the three uh, rounds because you could have people sit out for certain rounds depending yeah. on how many people are on right, your team. Right. She sat out for two of them. And and that's when we realized the blue team is super scared of Ashley Mitchell. They're they're trying to see that they could do anything they can to keep her off that ice. They should be scared of her. <laughs> and she's um, a loose cannon. 
So then, uh, you know, like they're Casper and Wes are even having a conversation about how to contain her. Wes is like, she'll be fine. She's just going to do what everybody does. Pretend, you know, get salty, pretend, and then play for us. And Casper's like, I don't trust her. Um, and I do notice here, or Ashley notices, uh, Ashley Brooke Roberts That's notices me. that Ashley Mitchell is, is the only member of Team Blue that day to be in Navy Blue. Yeah. Which, as you know, is our thing. So w- will it be three for three of people going home for weird reasons? Yeah. Uh, maybe Ashley throws her stick down as best she can, throws the gloves off and starts fighting. We got a conspiracy going here, folks. So the game begins. I'm going to give you the highlights of each period. Huh? Period number one. Jose is looking bad on the red team. So everything that he fears might happen might actually happen because guess what? He ain't playing very well. Dude's not bringing shit to the table, man. Period got- Period 1 ends it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Sorry, were you saying something? I was going to say he's got no personality or athletic yeah, ability. And he's from Big Brother. Get like, scram. What is this guy scram. doing here? Period 2 happens. Um uh Shane breaks his stick. Ooh. That is the highlight of uh, Period 2. And Period 2 ends score 0-0. Zero, zero. Period three happens. Uh, Devin and, and Wes are doing a, are on the face-off. They're on two opposite teams. They're facing off for the puck. And they, uh, they're they so good friends. They're having such a good time. They actually throw their sticks down. They throw their gloves off. And they stage a hockey fight. Oh, uh, look, the camaraderie between these two big-brained men. Wow, I don't remember that at all. That happened. Wow. Um, and then been a forgettable moment. Uh, and then, uh, they, they start, they, the, they, they finally, uh, they're playing in period three. We get to see a little bit more of period three. It's getting heated. We got Jose in the corner, kind of moving around, not doing much. We got Shane, who is also on the red team, berating Jose. Everybody's upset with, uh, Jose because he is not using his feet. Apparently that was a, a key strategy in this game was to also try and kick the puck with your feet. And he's just kind of standing there, you know, uh, panically flopping the stick around and not using his feet. And Shane's like, even the girls knew to I know. use their Shane's feet. Shane's killing Jose in yeah. this episode. When Shane gets his target on somebody, it's like you are going to cry. You know what I mean? That is what he wants you to do. He's a mean son of a bitch, but he is... Fucking fun to watch on TV. I'll and tell then, you that. Bada boom, bada bang. It's Tony time. Tony flips around. <laughs> where it's three, uh, 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 <laughs> three seconds till the till the buzzer. Two seconds to the buzzer. Somebody on the blue team passes to Tony. Tony flips around. Boom, scores the buzzer beater at one second. The game is over. Tony wins it for the blue team. Woo-hoo. Wow, Tony man, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Who we knew are, that Texan would be good at hockey, huh? We are in the um, successful, dependable stage of Tony's redemption cycle. It's amazing. Um, so then we go to the blue team MVP meeting, um, and it seems like it's between Booby and Tony for MVP. Booby was the goalie for the blue team. He did not let any goals get in, and he did get shot on quite a bit. So Booby played well. Well, you're forgetting an important factor, which is Booby played well. Booby didn't get any goals in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booby has the votes behind him. Of There's course. more of stars course. on the team but than I think champs. Everybody could agree it would have been up to those two. Right. Uh, just because nobody else scored. And no one scored on the uh, on the red team, so you know the only person that was doing anything here was Booby and Tony. Um, and West does not want Booby to win. He feels like if Booby gets MVP, it's all over for West. 
So then we move to the red team's MVP meeting. Uh, Jose immediately stands up and starts pleading his case. Okay, he's, as <laughs> soon as he starts talking about, hey, listen, uh, I thought I did pretty good when you were talking here, and I was listening to you, and then Shane just steps up and crushes him once again, dude. Uh, he reiterates the fact that the girls got it before you did, which yeah, is, come we didn't on need now. to come do that twice. Now. We didn't even actually need to do that once. Um, and then so Jose's in the hot seat. He turns around. He's like, hey man, sorry, I got to do this. I'm calling. I have to. He literally says. I'm going to call out Devin to save my own ass. Um, listen, Devin, I didn't see you playing very well out there. I didn't see that we were all screaming for you to do some stuff. You weren't doing it. You weren't listening. You weren't being a team player. Devin defends himself, says Jose was the uh, – and uh, defends himself. He basically is like, uh, dude, uh, I, I totally respect you're coming at me right now because you're on the hot seat, but I have to disagree with you. Cordially, I think you're a good guy. We cut to Devin's interview. Devin says that Jose is the worst competitor he has ever seen on any of these shows. So once Devin again, Devin is like yeah. great for reality television. Yeah, he's, he's he is uh, he's pretty amazing. He understands the editing process. He's good. Um, and then um, in the middle of Devin trying to defend himself, Salita gets up. Salita, a star on the red team, yeah, gets up and goes, "Hey, Jose, shut up." You're yeah. not a team player. Devin yeah. is. Clearly, you were worse than him. Yeah. The It seems to me that the red team has got... The red team champs have got the red team stars fooled. 100%. Um, although the numbers are not on the stars side on the red team. Right. So Salita could be playing a game right now and could be like, I know I know who's buttering all of our breads right now. Let's, let me kiss up to them. I don't know, but this whole episode and the past ep- two episodes, Salita has been very warm to the champs on the red team. Well, I mean, CT gave her immunity. Sure, she yeah, didn't have to true. use it because... Who knew that would actually come in like that when he, threw, when he threw that bone? Yeah, but I think that that really solidified um, her faith that the red team is one unit that it's not fractured like we know it to be right uh basically he just shuts she just shuts jose the f yeah up. <laughs> yeah so then we move to a small little meeting between wes and booby both on the blue team um wes is trying to strike an alliance with booby here here's the deal wes is like terrified he's gonna get sent in he keeps saying it's me it's me i'm gonna be the one who's sent in and i'm like why what are we missing why like what is it because it's between him and tony and the people like tony more is that what's going on it seems you know i think it is that i think they think tony's a better athlete and competitor than wes is i really do that's crazy well here's the thing wes wes plays a an incredibly good political game his physical game i think has always always in question um because i think he just doesn't walk around like some people walk around anymore he used to back in the day when he was just shirtless in the jungle walking around ruins but now he's not really doing that anymore so people are like i don't know if he's the best guy he's not winning every you know uh, how many times has it been up to uh, tony to be mvp you know what i mean Tony yeah. wins yeah um but the political game Drake? on west let me, let me just say the political game on west is amazing they don't need that they have um what's her name Louise Hazel. Louise. They yeah. have Louise. They they yeah. have an, They don't need. And I think they're also realizing like, no, no, we should get rid of him because if there's anybody that's going to be able to stage a coup on the blue team, it's going to be Wes. Yeah. And he's trying to do that right now. He's always trying to stage a coup. So Booby's like listening. You know, Booby's playing probably the best game on the entire show right now, in yeah. my opinion. He, he, he does well in, in uh, competition, and then he's also in a great alliance, and he seems to be able to make moves in the alliance without 
it looking like he's making moves in the alliance. Yeah. Playing a perfect game as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Remember when him and Cam had a little thing? Episode yeah. one. And, and let's let let us reiterate here. That is the reason why the blue team is in the blue stars are in the position that they're in right now. Because of the double double cross that yep. he did to Cam, episode one or two. Yeah. So then we have uh, um, Boobies basically listening, hearing out West, being like, dude, I totally respect everything that you're saying right now. You know the situation I'm in. I'm like in a good situation. Listen, if we're going to work together, here's what I need from you. I need protection. And then that's when Wes is like, dude, I'll tell you what right now. I can guarantee you that you'll get into the finals, all right? And he's like, and I won't go back on this. And Booby's like, I don't know if I can trust you. And then Wes swears on his mom, his dog, his company, and like his cars and his monster truck. He literally yeah. says this. Uh, I don't know if he says monster truck I was writing down. It was like my grandmother, my mom, my businesses, my dog, my, yeah. my all my cars. That he will not turn on Booby if Booby decides to work with Wes. Uh, Booby, uh, in his interview is like, listen, I didn't, I was going into this being like, I don't care, but now I'm a little stressed out. What move should I make? Um, and they basically agree to reconvene tomorrow and talk about it. So nothing was totally shook on. Booby is not, uh, looking like he's willing to strike up a deal with somebody and then double cross. I think he respects Wes and likes Wes. I think there's mutual respect here. And Why so would I, anyone ever trust a man who is willing to swear on his dog? <laughs> you know, like it's, Wes. it's not a life or death situation. Yeah. Don't swear on your dog. Now we got a little bit of levity coming back from the commercial where we got uh, Shane doing this bit with a blanket, his comforter. He's like, he's got his comforter wrapped around him and he's doing some sort of bit. I, I just wrote that down. I didn't I didn't really see goof what he time. was doing. It was kind of goof time. So now we have um, a meeting between Tony, Booby, Drake, and Wes. And they're sitting outside. This is all blue team. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about what they're going to do as far as, I guess, LVP goes. Mm -hmm. Who's going in to the elimination? Uh, Booby just straight up, they, Wes kind of, you know, is talking his shit, trying to convince some people. Booby just straight up in front of everybody to Wes goes, Booby goes, Wes, listen, man, uh, I'm going to throw you in. You're going to get thrown in. I, I want to let you know, you know, I want to give you a Honorable. chance. I want to give you a chance to get ready. Booby seems to respect this, but he does. I mean, Wes seems to respect that Booby's doing this, but yeah. like still doesn't like the idea of it. Um, Wes is just basically looks at them and goes, uh, listen, you two, Drake, Booby, I'm disappointed in you guys. That's what he says. And then Drake checks Wes's shit. <laughs> this is the first time I'm seeing anything from Drake. Drake Savage. Is that his name? Who knows? I don't know what his last Drake name Bell? is. Drake Bell. Drake <laughs> Bell. I don't know what his name is. Anyways, the guy from Josh and Drake. And he orders a lot of steaks. That's been his storyline so yeah. far. So then we got um Drake. Uh, he's like, um, uh, listen, Wes. You have no way. You can't say that to us. Like, he's just like, you're not playing well. You're not in this position. You better chill out. Like, he checks him. It was crazy. And then all of a sudden, Louise shows up. She I, it, she didn't look like she was sitting there at once. It was everybody talking. And then all of a sudden, they cut to Louise, who seems to be sitting next to Wes. She must have just showed up. And Louise steps in and just calms everybody down. She And not promising Wes anything. It's just like, guys, we're good. Wes, you're going to win. I know this. It's all good this is how it's going to go. You know how this game is played. There's no reason to everybody tear each other down. Let's just be a team and do this respectfully. And it seems to work. She's also calling Wes Wesley. 
She keeps calling him Wesley. Wesley, you must calm down. Wesley. I love it. And then they went to go. She goes to do. All right. Blue She's team. She's making on, him a respectable man. Um, I No. Wesley. When you say Wesley do him, I think that's more of like disrespecting mm. a little bit. I think that's more like kind of like a motherly thing. Like I'm going to call you by your It just sounds name. British. Maybe. So then um, uh, Luis is like, all right, come on. Blue team on three. And then Wes is like, no, I'm not going to high five anybody. Um, and then he walks away all mopey. And then in the inter- in an interview immediately following, Drake talks more shit about Wes. <laughs> He's coming at the jugular of Wes. Who knew this guy had opinions? Who knew Wild. this guy had emotions, things crazy. to say? I would, I'm fascinated by this. It's crazy. Wes has ignited his personality. It's wild. So we go to the nominations. Um and uh, we, we quickly see the uh, rankings, the money rankings. We, we find out that in the top 10, seven of them are blue. So blue team is kicking ass as far as money for their charity. And topping that list, number one overall, Tony. Tony Dime. Doing well for himself, for his charity. Um, his charity, the Broken Families of, of uh, Texas. No. Um, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Sorry. That's something to do with Katrina um, in New Orleans. Um, okay, so then we got uh, Jose. They give Jose an opportunity to speak for himself because he seems like he's on the chopping block. As soon as he starts talking, everybody jumps down. Uh, Red Team is coasting here. Yeah. Red Team is like, listen, we all don't like this guy, champs or stars, yeah. on the Red Team. He's going in. He stinks. That's even good because yeah. he's not a team player and he stinks. Let's get him in there. As soon as he starts defending himself, everybody jumps down his fucking yeah. throat. It's crazy. Um, C- uh, CT and the red team basically bully. This is uh, headed by CT. Bully Jose into nominating himself. Oh, yeah. CT's like, just go down just there. Go just go down there. And he's like, And the what? Miz he's is like, like, we haven't even yeah. started yet. He's yeah. like, we're just talking. So then he's, Jose stands up. He nominates himself. He's like, whatever. He goes and stands up, takes his medicine. Uh, we move over to the blue team. Blue team talks about their MVP. They do give it to Booby. Um, and he, uh, talks about, he, he's got a, uh, his charity is a diabetes charity. He talks about his grandmother suffered from diabetes. Very touching. Um, blue team nominates Wes to go in. Um, so they do throw Wes in. Um, and, uh, so it's Wes and Jose standing up there. The Miz looks at Wes and, 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 and goes, Hey Wes, uh, you have, um, He's like, how do you, how do you normally do in uh, in eliminations? Wes is like, I've won the most out of any challenge player in the history of the series. He sent more people home than anybody else in the history of the challenge. He holds the record for sending people. That's what home. I just said. It was a little complicated. <laughs> so, um, I I got the paper. Wow. I know what actually goes. Wow. Down. So, um, which is and he does and he wasn't prompted. He was prompted for it. He didn't bring it up on his own. To me, it was a uh, it was a nice moment where you know you're like, well, what? Who is this West guy? Is he gonna be all right? And you gotta you gotta remind everybody, Wes, Wes has a- sent more suckers home, uh, packing than yeah. anybody else in the history of this amazing television show. I wonder what woman has won the most eliminations. Is that Car Maria? Um, could be Car Maria. I remember for a while. Um, who are we talking about? Anissa was like uh, yeah. impossible to get out of. She was sending mad. And the reason would be would because they would send her in every single time. Yeah. So like, you know, every every season she'd have to go in elimination six times in a row. And yeah. She'd send like four of those people home. You rack up some numbers that way. I don't I'm sure it's not this that way anymore. But, you know, we'll have to get on. We'll have to get our stats guy on that. So then, uh, you know, it's not over yet uh, because Booby gets 
the power play. And today's power play is Switch. Switch him up. So basically, Ashley, explain to the folks what Switch is. Basically, Booby is given the power of the challenge gods to decide whether or not he wants to switch out the red team player who is going into elimination with another red team player. It's a big move because, as we know, the red team is stacked on terms of champs. You got CT. They're leading and with numbers, the red team. Yeah. This is a chance for the stars on the blue team to help the stars on the red team level the playing field. And let's be honest, if there's a time you're going to make a big move, it's this time. You got Wes in there. This is a this is a tough competitor to take out, and he could possibly take out somebody huge on the opposing team. Put CT in. <clears throat> so I mean, I, I'm thinking that's where they're going to go. They kind of everyone's thinking that's where they're going to go. Just the blue stars uh, talk about it. Um, Booby looks up and goes, we're sending Devin in. Yeah. We're sending Devin in. We go to Booby's interview. Booby's like, listen, I got, I like Wes. I might need this guy later uh, in the season. Yeah. I'm not willing to, to have him go home. I don't think he's expendable like that to me. So I'm going to throw him Devin because I think he's easier to beat. Cut to CT. Who's like, you fools. You yeah. should have thrown me in. You take out the biggest guy any chance you can get. Yeah. Then we go to a commercial, and I have to write this, the biggest star on my whole paper. We see a commercial for a casting call for, drumroll please, <gasps> bum, 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 are you the fucking one? That's shocked. Right. I am shocked. We see a casting call for Are You The One because we are getting bad information. We got an information six months ago that the casting call started. I got information a month ago they were filming somewhere. Now we're seeing a casting call for Are You The One again. Is this for the new season, season seven? Is this for season eight? Is the show really not canceled? And if you guys are <laughs> listening to every one of our episodes, you know on Monday uh, we talked a lot about X on the Beach and my theory was effects on the beach was successful we would not see are you the one again on mtv so uh i'm hoping that's not the case and it, and it's, it's looking good for are you the one coming back we want it back did i tell you that x on the beach the first the season premiere the series premiere got more got the second most amount of views in all of mtv's history Wow, over Jersey Shore, probably the reunion, the the Jersey family vacation. Shore one has the first the, one. The new one probably has it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's that. Well, you know what? That's you know why? Why? Because it premiered right after the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So, or the week later, but still, so. I mean, people are checking it out. That's a good lead-in. Yeah. Um, Let's okay. go back to. We're, so we come back from commercial. We find out that that uh, you know uh, Devin is going in. Then uh, we leave there. Um, and it's Wes and Devin having a little one-on-one uh, <clears throat> -on -one time with each other because uh, this whole season has established a nice little connection between these two. Me and Ashley have noticed on Twitter that during the they are connected yeah. during um, during um, vendettas. Uh, vendettas. I must call it redemptions. Uh, during vendettas, uh, you know, Wes was Devin's biggest fan. A hundred percent. And 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 you could tell that Devin is taking his cue on how to play this game, the challenge. By Wes. Wes is clearly his man. Devin respects Wes, and Wes sees uh, a young version of himself in Devin's twinkling young eyes. So they're upset that they have to go against one another, but they're taking it like men. Um, you know, Wes says that the blue team should have thrown in CT. Wes and Devin are both sad that they're going up against each other. It feels very much as this ends like a Jedi versus Padawan situation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we go to the elimination. Wes versus Devin in... 
Poppin' Tags. Poppin' Tags, Poppin' Tags. So this is a very, uh, e- oh, I've seen versions of this on the challenge before. It's, yeah, it's a sort of a wrestling-esque elimination where you're just trying to get to a, a hard-to-reach place on someone and pull off a tag. Yeah, and it's just, all, all you gotta do is, who's if you rip off the tag, that's the end of the round, and I think it's the first to three First to three, or yeah. Like that. Or, or maybe, maybe. No. It involves a lot of close contact. It does, it does. It involves a lot of squirming and around. it's physical. This is physical. a physical one. Yeah. Uh, so going into this, Ash, what did you, how did you think? I was like, Wes is going to win. Yeah. Yeah, Wes is too. just going to win. I, I like Devin, but, you know, Devin can be a flop in a way that Wes has proven himself not to be. Well, speaking of flop, we go into round one. They're getting kind of slow. They finally tangle up. Devin flips Wes over. Pops a tag. Pop a tag. One zero going into the second round. P-A-T. For wow. Pat. We got round two. Um, uh, Wes kind of jukes out Devin, then jumps and flies over his back, grabs a tag to tie it up. One one. Popping that tag. P-A-T. Pat. We move to round three. This is very close. They're taking a while. They both grab two tags. Boom, boom. It's a photo finish. It's very clear that Wes pulled the first tag. Yeah, we go. They were viewed. Wes gets so Wes is up two to one going in to round four. Um, this one's a little quicker. Uh, Devin just makes a quick move, goes around his back, boom, pops a tag, ties it up two two. That's right. The tension is high. Okay, well, this is the tiebreaker round. Yeah. The final round, round five. Yep. They square each other up. Mm-hmm. Quick moves, boom, boom, boom. Who got it? Wes. Mm-hmm. Wes is the victor we of have the Poppin' Tags elimination. A winner, folks. It's we fantastic. Have a winner. Wes is back. Wes so, never left. So then there's a couple of interviews with some of the uh, uh, teams, and uh, we got Little Mama in her private interview. She says to the camera, she's on she's on Devin's team, Red Team. She says, hey, listen, you know, what? Devin's a good guy and all, but I'll be honest, I'm secretly happy because now this evens out the numbers between the champs and stars on the red team. Yep. We can maybe start playing our own game That's here. That's right. Um, Wes, uh, he is, um, I have written down, Wes pretends to be happy. Oh, well, I remember what that is. What's so that then about? they were like, uh, so basically, what's that about? What's that about? Basically, as Wes is walking back to his team, and then they were like, he was like, uh, uh, the Miz was like, what do you think, Wes? You're going back. He's like, yay, I'm so happy to be going back to my team, the blue team, in which I am their loyal servant, and I would do it. Basically, realizing that even though he's going back to a team that he has no power he's on, he's being sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and then we get to go to an interview, and this is how we end this episode. Yeah. With Drake. Yeah. Talking yet more shit about Wes. Why does Drake hate Wes so much? I don't much? know, but they're building to something here. What did he say? He was just like, uh, you know, Wes, oh, I don't give a shit about Wes. He could have <laughs> went home. Who cares? It's Wes. Go home, Wes. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a little wormy boy. I can't wait to see what happens with Drake because he's either going to have like an epic breakdown or he's going to throw a tantrum in some way. Like, I feel like it has been hinted at in um, the previews, but he just looks like the kind of guy that's going to get voted in and freak out yeah. or get sent home and freak out. He he looks like the guy who's going to have the meltdown. I also am interested in this Kayla fight that they keep showing on previews. Like, because yeah. she seems to be getting along with her team. So, you know. Kayla, you never know. At a, at a moment's notice, 
She'll, she will uh, throw down. Very true. You guys, thank you so much for listening. This is the Reality Blows Podcast. You can find us on Gmail at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Definitely email us. We will read it on air. We freaking love it. You can find us on Twitter at realityblowspod. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Guys. May the Miz be the most awesomest. And also the coolest. Good night.